recording now. Okay. I missed that. That was, I think that was the most brilliant thing I've ever heard coming out of your mouth. And I had stopped the recording right, right before. I'm sure. Just I'm as sure. that was their dream, it's also our dream as well. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, said that. Why didn't you say that? Well, I'll put it at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> this is big head shows up. <laughs> Welcome to Pondering Psalms, and today I'm here with Kurt Austin, and I'm David Mullins, and we'll be looking at Psalm 72. So, uh, how you doing, Kurt? You know, I'm doing all right. Had a busy week, and so I'm glad it's Saturday. I'm glad we're able to uh, spend time together. I, I, I want to go on record to saying that you and I don't really talk about this during the week. It's no, not we like don't. we sit and we, we think, you know, hey, Dave, what do you think about verse 2? We don't do that. Um, this is honest reflection just after the fact. So uh, it, if you're wondering, you know, how do they come up with so much uh, deep, meaningful material? Uh, it's just off the top of our heads. Yeah, well, actually... During the week, we don't talk to each other, but we do talk to God. There you go. Yeah. And you know what, Dave? This week, I mean, let's jump right into it. This week, <clears throat> it was Friday. Well, and I don't know if it's because it was a really big week for me as uh, related to work and, and the things I had to do. But it wasn't until Friday morning that this psalm came alive to me. Really? Yeah, and I've I've had that happen before, um, and I've tried to think through that. But you know, I read it every day. I I, I went through it. I read it. And I I read a little bit of commentary to understand kind of context of the psalm itself. Um, and it was like, okay, it's it's okay, it's all right. It doesn't do anything for me until hmm. Friday. Wow. And Friday morning, it was like, oh my gosh, that that really uh, that really speaks. Um, that really stands out. Um, I guess I, I just say that just almost as encouragement to anybody who's listening to this is that that, that can happen. You can read yeah. something over and over again, and you just glaze over it. Um, some days, sometimes, well, like last week's, on day one, I highlighted stuff because it jumped off the page. And this it took until Friday. So, hmm. Wow. Um, and, and I should say, uh, you know, as, as you're reading the psalm like this, you're reading it... Uh, I don't want to say contextually, because that's usually when you're talking about the context that the psalm was written in, but it's contextual to us and our lives and what we're experiencing. I think so. So whatever's going on during the week, I think, makes a difference. Mm -hmm. It does. And and again, my my own focus may not have been as good until Friday. I mean, it may have okay. been as simple as that. Yeah, that's true. That it wasn't until I, I was able to sit down and really... Um, dive into it that it made a difference yeah yeah so uh psalm 72 it's up on the screen now uh so and, and you know last week we talked about what we wanted to focus on before we started this but we didn't do that today so mm -hmm. i mm -hmm. have no idea what you're going to say as far as your you know what jumped out at you well, you know, I mean, there were there were two things. Again, it's it's, and I don't know if it's just because they're grouped together in these psalms, but um, again, uh, he delivers the needy uh, when he calls the poor, and uh, when he calls the poor and him who has no helper. Now, this is about the the attributes of God being poured into the king, yeah. and the king then um, translating that help 
translating that justice, translating that righteousness to the people. Um, so, you know, I had to remind myself as I read this throughout the week, it wasn't about God himself per se. Yeah. Um, and it was about the leader at, in the king. I mean, specifically the king, right? I mean, that was the other thing I had to tease out. This is not about our president necessarily. This is not about our governors or our leaders. This is about a prayer for the king. Well, but, but, but this, this is a prayer for our leaders. Yeah. And if we go back, uh, you know, th there's a lot of talk about justice and righteousness, you yeah. know, help him to judge your people in the right way. Uh, mountains yield pers prosperity, the hills be fruitful, help him defend the poor, rescue the children of the needy. It, it's a beautiful, beautiful prayer and dream. Because that's good. Because yeah. who can fulfill this? I mean, really. You know, uh, and and on the on the flip side of that, one of the things that jumped out this week, or my my brain took me there, was um, in Matthew, uh, where it says that Herod was troubled when huh. he found out that that Jesus was born. Herod was troubled, and all of Israel with him. Yeah. Um, which which the they believe is a reference back to um, Moses when um, Pharaoh was troubled and all of Israel with him, and the, that idea that the the people are troubled not because they feel bad for the king, but that the trouble that he causes spills out, and this this then has the opposite of that. In fact, that when the king is blessed. When the king is um, filled with wisdom, um, you know, I mean, the title of the psalm on 72 is give the king your justice. Yeah. You know, when the king is filled with justice, the people benefit from that. I mean, even the, even the ground benefits from that. The, even the high points are able to produce grain. You yeah. Know I mean? when, the king, when the king is in the right place. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and I think, I mean, could we agree to say leader instead of king? Because I, I I think this filters down that you know if if your governor if the president if your pastor even oh I, yeah I mean listen to this verse six may the king's rule be refreshing like spring rain on freshly cut grass like the showers that water the earth may all the godly flourish during his reign I, yeah yeah mine says in verse seven I'm using ESV. In verse seven, in his in in his days, may the righteous flourish and peace abound, till the moon be no more. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's just po so poetic. It's it so is beautiful. It is, and and like I said, it's it's a dream because you know what king? I mean, David had his issues. This was actually mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. the very end. Uh, if I, I'll go ahead and jump down to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, this ends the prayers of David, son of Jesse. And so yeah. uh, they're, they're not sure if David actually wrote this or if it was someone looking at the situation. Uh, but it very well, well could have been the prayer of David for his son Solomon as he was becoming king of Israel, that this was David's prayer for his son and as you know, uh, Solomon, you know, prayed for wisdom to rule well. 
not for riches, not for length of life, but for the ability to rule well. And this psalm really cuts to the heart of that. Yeah, I think um, that's, that's a good instruction for us. You know, we're not all rulers, but we all have uh, what I've heard called sphere of influence. Yes. Right. Yeah. We all have well, we all have people in our life. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what describe sphere of influence? Well, I mean, you know, you have uh, think about it in your own home, your family, your kids, your uh, you have influence over them, and if you if you raise your children with in a in a in a way that reveals that you've done it with wisdom, I mean, they they're blessed by that. You know, they yeah. they see that. Um, so you start there. Your neighborhood. Do you have influence within your neighbors? I mean, do you do they look to you, um, or do they look at what you do? I mean, I get yeah. That's the thing. It's not exactly what you're saying. It's what you're doing. Um, are you are you treating each other with love and compassion? Are you um, being faithful? Are you, or are you the one they that they question because your everything you do is questionable? In, in how you live out your life, you know, um, those, and then you go to work, you yeah. know, your coworkers, your, your influence, you may not, even, you're not a manager, you're just a worker there, worker B along with everybody else. Yeah. But are you ethical? Are yeah. you kind? Um, do you, are you crass? Are you, you harsh? You know what, one of the things that I'm, I'm getting the sense as we, we go through this together is there's a tendency for people to act one way toward those that are are kind of they view even with them in the same place as them or those that might be able to do something for them so you always hear you know the the rich have a different justice than the poor you you hear that the elite uh, you know it always amazes me uh, and again, I, I don't know very many rich or elite folks. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. I, I have the perfect example. Uh, my son, uh, I think it, I forget exactly if it was, for, I was for Christmas. He bought us some, uh, mm-hmm. tickets to a Pacers mm-hmm. game. And so we were sitting way up high, you know, and it, they were fine seats. There wasn't anything wrong with the seats. But then who's who's a boomer? The the mascot comes right, out right, and he's yeah. got the the t-shirt cannon, and he's what's the range? What's the range on the t-shirt cannon? Not up to where we were sitting. <laughs> and he came out and they were throwing, you know, the cheerleader stuff were throwing these basketballs and doing all this. And I got to thinking, you know what? Those sitting down on the floor, they don't need this free stuff. It's the one sitting up high and they don't get any of the free stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you see like on TV and stuff that, uh, you know, the rich come in or the, the celebrity or whatever, and they've got plenty of money. And then it's like, oh, here, this is on the house. Oh, here, you don't have to pay for this. It's like, wait a minute. They, they can afford to. But the poor and the needy, who will stand up for them? Yeah. And, and I think this is what this psalm speaks to that leader who who doesn't just care for the rich and the mighty and and the the powerful 
but actually rescuing, and this is verse 12, rescuing the poor when they cry to him, helping the oppressed who have no one to defend them, feeling pity for the weak and the needy and rescuing them, redeeming them from oppression and violence for their lives. And I think for me in the NLT, this or the New Living Translation, this is the word, their lives are precious to him. I, this week, um, and, and it, I mean, we just need to be honest with folks. We're recording this on June 13th. Um, and so it's, uh, you know, it's a, a significant day um, for, should be our entire country, um, where I, I, I also say, Dave, I could not read this without thinking of the history of the Israelites being in bondage and yeah. slavery. Yeah. Um, and, and seeking someone who would set them free, who, you know, where God would hear the cry of the needy, right? Right. 400 years, they're in bondage. And in our country, we've had that exact same experience. And even though legally it was removed, socially it never was. Um, there, there's still stuff that's going on that keeps people in a place. Residue. Yeah. And so, and we just need to call that out and, and we're not going to linger on that because that's yeah. a whole nother conversation. It is. It is. Um, and you and I may not even be qualified to even have a, Probably a, a not. conversation about what, that. What, what, but I was going to say, well, let, me, I, let me say on, on verse 14, my, my version says, and precious is their blood mm-hmm. in his sight. Yeah. And I think about the amount of blood that has been spilled over the centuries. Um, Oh my gosh! There, there was. They found a young black man hung in a tree yeah. this morning. Yeah. Um, and blood is, is and and God sees those people. God sees all people as precious. Yeah. Um, but it's certainly true throughout the entire Scripture that those who are poor and needy, not financially necessarily, but in in spirit, put in a place of submission. God sees their, hears their cry, sees their need, and responds. Yes. So yes. should our leaders. So yeah. should our leaders. So should we. And so should we. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly right. It's great to be able to push that off. Um, but if we ourselves have a severe sphere of influence, can you say it? Yeah. We are also responsible yeah. to seek justice and to seek wisdom and to yeah. know how we can help others. Because this, this is the way of God's kingdom. Uh, exactly. Even even though even though this isn't a messianic psalm, it shows the hope for that Messiah that they were looking for, who yeah. would come, yeah. and, and this I think would describe that leader. And it is the it is a description of Jesus. Golly. I mean, it truly is. See, I have goosebumps all over. Yeah, I mean, that's just that is just fantastic and i was thinking about this uh this week dave that you and i've done this now for what three weeks i think this so, is our yeah. fourth week or i think or whatever um but the idea is we we haven't turned every one of our conversations back to jesus oh right i true. mean we're, yeah. we're letting the psalms speak to us as the yeah. psalms spoke to the people two thousand years ago and um and have all this time but you can't help read these psalms without thinking of the salvation that comes the justice that comes through through the message of Christ, the good news of, of Jesus, and um, boy, it just brings it just brings me to tears to think that um, we are the we are we have the opportunity 
and the responsibility to be agents of change for those who are in these situations. Yeah. First off, you know, you, you just said, I don't know very many people who are, who are wealthy or, or that we know way too many people who are wealthy. Well, it's uh, the definition of wealthy. I, I am. Yeah. Yeah. It is the definition. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, we, I was talking about comparison say, in this country. Yes. Yeah. But I will say, I will say, um, we probably know far too many people who are needy. Yeah. We we are not now not that we don't know them. We aren't acknowledging them. Yeah. We aren't seeing them clearly because it doesn't matter your color, it doesn't matter your your station, you in your sphere of influence there are people who are desperately needy. Yeah. Um. And and they they don't have the advantage of knowing um the rain that falls like on the mown grass their yeah. lives are not in that kind of situation right. and we have a great opportunity to bring that to them yeah yeah uh you know verse 12 says you know he will help the oppressed who have no one to defend them we we could be the defenders yeah, yeah. i mean i uh, love it not 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 their saviors I, I mean, because then you get into something, a whole nother thing. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, using the gifts that you've been given for God's purposes and is, you know, their lives are precious to him. Their blood's precious to, to, the, to him. And, uh, you know, and I was going to say earlier that in God's kingdom, uh, racism has no place. And, and, and so uh, never, never. Yeah, never. Yeah. Yeah, and and so if if that's what we're living by, we are not living in God's kingdom at that point. We have we have veered off the trail, and, and we're heading some some other place. Hey, um, we're we're at our time. I think we're over our time. I think but, uh, we're always over our time. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, to end today, you care? If I say a prayer. Well, I guess it'll be, it'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be okay. All right. Well, let, let me let me pray. Yes, God, we um, we are so grateful for your word. We're grateful for Psalm seventy-two and what it's meant to me this week, um, starting Friday apparently. <laughs> but down in the deep parts of that, God, you've been working all along, mm -hmm. and we pray that these words would resonate with each one of us, and that they would drive us, they would lead us to action, to love, to your grace. Not just for ourselves, but for everyone with whom we have contact yes. this week. It's in your name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Well, thank you, Dave. Well, thank this you, is, Kurt. This is just beautiful. So we're doing 73 next week. Next week, yes. Books, And it starts book three. And let's talk about that next week, the division between book, books one, two, and three. Let's, let's spend some time next week. You, you are a biblical scholar extraordinary. <laughs> you can bring that to the table and explain to us why there are three books in the there's, Psalms. There's five. See? See? You knew. <laughs> you knew. That wasn't a setup. See? Yeah. I, just, yeah. I just saw the division between two and three. So, yeah. um, And then you can help us maybe understand that next week. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Excellent. Excellent conversation. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the conversation. Yep. Anybody right. who wants to follow us along, uh, YouTube, Facebook, share with your friends. Uh, we got one share this week, um, and very exciting. We're, <laughs> we're trending now. I don't know if you're aware of that, but... I'm not sure <laughs> you know what the meaning of that word. <laughs> hashtag pondering songs. There we go. There we go. 
All right. I love you. I'll talk I to you guys love later. you. I'm David Mullins. I'm Kurt Austin. And we're pondering Psalms. Again. <laughs> when you start talking, uh, using that salty language you know, from, <laughs> from the VA. My dad was a sailor, and that's, that's where I got it. My dad was a sailor, too. He sold uh, tractors. And I will say, I love the credits. The credits were hilarious. That was, that was really funny. Oh, man, I'm doing that again. I, I cannot clap. It just... <laughs> I don't know why it's not. I need one of those. You look like Steve Martin. Look like Steve Martin and Jerk. <laughs>